On today's show, Luka Doncic and Slovenia get a huge win against Germany in Germany in the Eurobasket. What does it mean? And is Luka Doncic the best player in the world? He sure played like it. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavs I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome! You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Letting it ride on a Wednesday. Let it ride. Me, stop in, see me. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know what you think about that win. What you think about that Slovenia win? Is Luka Doncic the best player in the world? Some, some people were saying that, Isaac. Some people were saying oh, that. Oh, some. Some people were saying that. Joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor, writer at Mavs.com, the Slovenian Sultan, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? And we don't, have, we don't, we don't get to say that one guy who complains <laughs> about the outro music is pissed at you right now. <laughs> There's another person that that came out and said, "Turn the music back up. It's not loud enough now." Oh, wow. battle it so out! They're, they're battling it out in the comments. <laughs> Uh, it's not too often that we get to say in the month of September that we're covering a big time win, but that was a big win. That was a, you know, relative, of course, but, you know, Germany undefeated so far in Eurobasket to pull off that win. I found myself hyped for a basketball game, and I don't find myself that hyped for a basketball game in September very often. Yeah, and like, let's put this win into context, right? Like, Luca has not lost a game in Eurobasket except for that Bosnia Herzegovina game last time. So, they were they were like the big dog, right? Like they were they were the team that people were looking towards as the like to, to knock off, right? Because they won it last. All this, I'd say they're a handful of teams. I wouldn't There's say there's a couple teams like, like that. Yeah, yeah. but it, for most of the games that they've played, they were that team, and so it's not like this incredible once in a lifetime. Like the way that Bosnia Herzegovina were celebrating their win against Slovenia, that sort of told a lot about yeah. how they felt about it. Where pe- I saw people tweeting like, guys, like. Like Nurkic, act like you've been there before, man. Like <laughs> little little Pat Beverly on the scores table, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, but but this was a big win because you're in your basket is in Germany. You're playing against. I mean, it was basically like an away crowd for Slovenia. There was a there was a section there you could hear me Slovenia. Like you could hear the the crowd. Like I don't know if they were going full out. Like like they were like I don't oh, don't don't get us going. I don't know if they're going full out on that, uh, but you could hear them. There's there a section of them, but this was an away game for Slovenia, and they needed this win because they're a really tough group. This group that they're in is so tough that, that they're in. You look at Group A in Eurobasket, and it's um, the top four in each group like continue on to the tournament, right? And so you look at Group Group A has Spain in there. It's like fine. 
That, that, that one, that's a good team. Fine. Turkey, fine. Montenegro, Belgium, Bulgaria, Georgia. Like, I, and none of those teams I'm like really getting hyped about. Group B, Germany, Slovenia, France, Bosnia, Lithuania has two NBA players on it, right? Like, uh, yeah. like that's a really tough group that they're in. And Hungry. so and I am hungry right now, actually. Um, but that's a really tough group that they're in. And so they need some of these wins to get the, the best positioning. And now that they've beaten Germany, they're tied for, for number one or they're they're in second right now because of the um because of the like the point scored, I think, is the second tiebreaker there. But um but yeah, now do we have, now they're second in it. So which is is huge for them. Do we have a built bar ad today? I do. Oh yeah. This is perfect. You gotta set up hungry. <laughs> and, and and tie and tie it in. You have to. Okay, I just, Isaac. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let the dad do the ads, all right? <laughs> and yeah, we will right. sell. You, you do, I'll, I'll give you a signal. I'll give you a signal today, and then uh, you can do the ad, all right? You can lead, you can lead right into it if it really means that much to you today. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Pod's over. <laughs> I'll be back for the ad break. Just let me know. Let the dad do the ads. <laughs> put that in the comment section anybody that's here let the dad do the ads but let's start that anybody that wants to see isaac do more ad reads put it you know what i put the ads in dads as long as you put hey we're both putting the abs in dads that's for sure (laughs) my wife's laughing right now uh but this game what it came down to fourth quarter it got it kind of got to a close back and forth game a little bit like they were going back and forth a little bit slovenia pretty much had a lead most of this game it came down to Luca, and it came down to Luca just dominating every single player on Germany's team. No one could stay in front of him. No one could stop him. And even if you could stay in front of him, you couldn't stay close enough to him to, to stop him for very long. So fourth quarter, six minutes and 30 seconds. Slovenia is up 69-64. Nice. And it's a five-point game, which is like, okay, that's two buckets probably, right? And so you're not thinking that that's too much. But it's momentum started to go back in Germany's, in Germany's decision. Luca, post up on Tiemann, who's like 6'9". He's kind of their th- Germany center. He's the biggest guy on their team, right? Like he's the strong, like biggest, strongest guy on their team. Nice and, pronunciation. And the only, well, thank you, thank the broadcaster <laughs> that said it. And he was, he was the only guy that was had any chance of muscling Luca in any way on, on Germany, at least I think. Luca posts him up and just pushes him right off his spot, gets him off balance, turns around, fadeaway shot. Incredible response to that from, from Luca. Next possession, Luca bodies team in again in the paint, scores over top of him, like pushes him right off his spot on the post, scores over top of him. Next possession for Slovenia, Luca shakes team in right off him, puts up the shot. He misses the the really nice looking shot, but Toby puts it back in. All of a sudden, they're up by nine. Timeout, come out of timeout. Luca hits a step back three. It's a twelve point game. Like that run right there is just like it just embodies Luca what he can do to your team, especially if you don't have an answer for him, which most teams don't have. Yeah, and he's just laughing the whole time. Yes. You know, like he's just he's laughing, he's sticking out his tongue. I think this is before the even like the Schroeder the run dentist, that he went the dentist, <laughs> then a shooter experience of hey, for some reason we're gonna put Dennis on on Luca, <laughs> um, which Luca just literally laughed off. But it it was as weird as it is to call it like vintage Luca because Luca's so young, like we're already, I think we can already do this. Like we can already say, oh, that's, that's vintage Luca right there as a young 20 something year old. Um, but it was, it was, 
<laughs> uh, I mean, like you said, for him to finish thirty with thirty six in this game, you know, by far his his biggest you know Eurobasket game so far in this, this tournament. Year, yeah. But yeah, this year, but twelve of seventeen, you know, from or uh, yeah, yeah, no, fourteen of twenty five from the field, two of eight, you know, from three in this game. But the dude could just, I mean, when he, I obviously it's going to look a little bit different in the NBA probably, but. It feels like once he gets mid-range, it's just over. We've like, seen this in the NBA, though. We've seen him get mid-range in the NBA, and it be over, right? I mean, that's that's how they really went on, on some of these runs. When he gets that mid-range going, it doesn't matter who's in front of him. NBA player, Eurobasket player. I know. It just feels, it feels, it feels a little bit more polished right now. And I don't know. I mean, his, I could mid, be, his mid-range game does? Yeah, the mid-range stuff. I don't know if it's just more... I don't know. I could be wrong. It just feels like he's more confident, more polished, more smooth of the fadeaways, the moves. It's like, just get me in this area and there's nothing you could do to stop it. Well, at least in the NBA, we didn't really see that mid-range game his first two years, right? We, yeah. we really didn't see it a lot. And he started adding it the, you know, the third year. And then this past year, like you just, it really just came out and you could, you could just really tell that he had been working on it. That Dirk fade. Like I remember when we first started to see the Dirk fade where you're, you're saying, Oh dang! Like if he adds that, and all of a sudden, you know, the he hits the shot in the in the actual um, shadow of Dirk on the court in the AAC, yeah. where you're like the classic photo of him making the same shot that Dirk did that makes it look like it's his shadow, and he, he so he slowly added that. But I could, you know, I agree with you that it does look more polished. It looks like he's worked on it more. Uh, he, no hook shot yet. We haven't seen the hook shot since the first two since the friendly games. Yeah, a little disappointed. I'm missing. But. I'm missing the hook shot, but the but the turnaround fades, like you're saying. The you know when he bodies somebody in the post, puts a shot over him, or we can just turn around and fade and hit that. Like those are just ones that take you to another level as an NBA player. Um, but coming up, I want to talk about. <laughs> you know, Slovenia is in a really tough group right now, but one team that's not very tough in this group is Hungary. And you know what I like to do when I think about Hungary. I like to think about built bars. If you want to go to built.com and is it even built.com? Yes, it is. <laughs> if you want to go to built.com and look up some flavors, not for the country of hungry, but that feeling inside your stomach, whenever you're hungry, we have a solution for you. Isaac, do they have Turkey flavored built bars? They do not. No, they no, tur- <laughs> no Turkey flavor, but you know what flavor they do have? George. I don't know. Coconut brownie chunk. Oh, let's go. That's pretty good. I'm in and on that. You, like Luka Doncic, like to puff on the puffs. The pu- <laughs> the puffs are great. <laughs> or you could like the standard candy bars like mine. Like, no, like the ones I like. <laughs> All right. You can go back. You can take the ad read now. <laughs> you have it in front of you. I don't have it in front of me. Hashtag dads do the ads. Dad, dads do the ads. There you go. It's Bill Bar. Use the promo code locked on. Use the promo code locked on 15 to get 15% off your entire order. It's built.com. Get them if you're hungry. Yeah, that was good. That was good. All right. All right, Isaac. Incredible. If you skip the ad read, go back. It's worth your time. Believe me. If you, if you skip the ad read, go back. Hashtag dads do the ads. um so luke we we saw luca just pull off this incredible run so we talk about the the run that gave him the 12 point lead then he starts making the run on schroeder right 
three minutes and 38 seconds, post up on Schroeder, scores over him, flexes right on him. It's a, mm. uh, what is it? It's 11-point game at that point. Uh, three minutes, Luca post up on Schroeder out of an inbound. He hits a shot over him. He shakes his head and kind of does the Luca like, it's over for you. Like, you know, when he smiles, uh, slightly biased, had a great TikTok about this today where he's like, if Luca, if you ever find yourself in a situation where Luca is shaking his head, not like up and down or side to side, but like, like left and right where he's his head is like bobbing back and forth and he's smiling like mischievously at you, you're cooked. Like, <laughs> like it's just done. You're just done. Like uh he he got him over there. Then he fouled out Tice right after, right after that move, too. And then like Germany started to come back a little bit. Um had, they hit a couple of threes. It was a five, it was a five-point game again with like a minute 50 left. Yeah, Germany gets the ball. Schroeder drives. Luca chases him down and blocks it. Blocked by Luca. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> Not the block by James, but blocked by Luca. And then he just like it. That just ended it, right? Because it was at that point, it's a six point game. Minute thirty left. The momentum was back in Slovenia's, and they just took it. They took it from there. But all those plays. I mean, how many plays that I just rattle off there over the course of this show so far? Like seven or eight plays. Just clutch, must must needed um, plays that Luca just came just came to town and like <laughs> took over. Yeah. He flexed after the block too. It was fr- funny hearing the announcers call this game because they clearly, at least one of them clearly did not like Luca's antics of the complaining to the refs. Aww. Some of the stuff later on, like he was just saying these like little jabs. I'm like, bro, you would not last a whole season with Luca at all. Like, I mean, <laughs> just different things of like, Luca was complaining later on in the game, and then he missed the free throw. But before he missed the free throw, he was like, "Well, you have to make this free throw if you're gonna like." And then he missed the free throw, and then he was he kept on yeah, taking these old. They jabs. kept saying stuff like that, like "You got to make this free throw." I'm like, they have like a seven point lead. Like, I don't think he has to make this free throw here. I was just, and then the whole like, it's, it's for sure not going to change his confidence. That's that's, if, oh, that's yeah. if that's what you're trying to point at. Like that wasn't going to get shaken today. The second Schroeder a little dust up there, you know, where he had to exit the game and tough day for Schroeder, tough day for potentially future teammate Schroeder, you know, to play against Luca here just to get blocked, get torched on the, on in the post. Um, (laughs) And then like Luca, you know, trying to like calm him down after that. Yeah. And then the dust up. And the announcer's like, yeah, typically you don't see a guy trying to calm down the other teammate. I'm like, all right, dude, it's clearly you don't. Luca was like, Luca was like, do 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 do, bro, 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 bro. You wanna, you wanna fumble the bag again? Like, come on. listen, listen, calm down. I'll see you in a few weeks. We'll work it out then. <laughs> Schroeder, but- Schroeder, nineteen points, five assists. He was seven of seventeen from the field, uh, three of three of ten from three. Uh, only one turnover in this game. But your thoughts? On, did anything change over the over your your thoughts about bringing in Schroeder after all that happened? Luca flexing on him, all that, <laughs> the dust up at the end. Uh, anything change about you wanting to bring him onto the maps? No, I mean, if they did it for a minimum, I would be fine with it. Sure, I don't care. Um, if they because if they if they did bring him in, then it's like I don't think it's. I think it does make your team better because I do think he's better than talent. Frank. Yeah, talent. Yeah, as a backup point guard. Um, and if they do bring him in, then they're confident enough in the team chemistry stuff. But if they don't, then it's probably just purely about team chemistry. Can I can I have a mini conversation real quick about a topic we hardly ever talk about? Luca's body. So <laughs> I thought you were gonna like I thought you were gonna ask me where I'm going to go when I die. <laughs> um, let me tell you about Jesus. So I was watching Luca in the first quarter, and I'm like, obviously, we talk about everybody talks about Luca's shape and everything so much. Yeah. 
And I was watching him. And I'm like, all right, you're not, you're not too skinny. All right. Like you're not like, he's not in this. You know, I think when Eurobasket started, everybody's like, oh man, let's look at what Luca looks like. He's going to be angles. a slim Luca. It's the angles of the photos that he takes. I swear. And, and then I'm like watching him on the floor and I'm like, all right, you don't look like a ton different. Like you don't look like you're in like no. crazy skinny shape. No. But then I, so then I find myself like watching him and I'm like, all right, you can get to the basket at will. Yep. And then, and I know this is like a dumb question thing. And it's like, I know there's some people listening and saying, dude, I've been saying this whole time. It doesn't matter. It's like, if you could just limit the game to like one quarter or like a few possessions, then there, he, he is the best. Like if it's a one-on-one tournament, I'm picking Luca every single time against anybody in the entire world. Does he like, have to play defense too? <laughs> Yes, but I'm still ta- I'm still taking that because, but it's all about the because I'm watching him in this game. I'm like, bro, like some of the people though they're putting on him are like bigger dudes. He's going right through them, and I'm like, the NBA, you're gonna do the same thing. He's he's taking people off the dribble. He's getting to the basket at will. We're seeing all this. We know he has a step back three. That shot will go down. So you're, so I think you find yourself asking, or at least some people are watching this, saying, dude, he's unstoppable. So why is the whole like? getting in shape or skinnier and all this stuff. Why is that a conversation? And because I was asking myself the same thing that I'm like, have I been making this a big deal? Like too big of a deal <laughs> because he's like flat out dominating. And I know yeah, it's yeah. not, you know, the NBA is planning right now, but it, it just comes down to, you see, you see this when this in shape stuff matters when it's deep in the playoffs yeah. or it's the late fourth quarter in some of these long NBA games and it's the second night of back-to-backs. It's all of that. That's when the in-chase stuff matters because, I mean, we've all seen it before, the first quarter, second quarter. When Luca's like this, he there's literally nobody in the world that can guard him. But I don't know. I was just I was thinking about it more this game for some reason than I have in the past. You see it late in games. You see it on more so on defense than you do on offense, right? And, and that's when it really catches up to you. That's when it... You can just you can give a little bit more. You can put a little bit more into it. This like how many times have we argued or gone back and forth between ourselves or between us and and you know other Mavs fans? He should have drove it at the end there instead of just like mm. trying to bail himself out and take the step back three. And the step back three that takes some legs. It's not like he doesn't have anything when he can hit, and then he can just like lean back into a step back three. That doesn't happen. But maybe he could could be a little bit more effective driving more often than he does taking taking these threes. Maybe. You know, the defense is better late in games, which allows the Mavericks to play different players that allows them to, um, you know, to do more on offense. Like, there's just so many little things here and there. We all know the problem of the, like, the Mavericks problem is not Luka, right? So, but they just want to see what he could be. And you you see that that's that next level. We saw the leaked 2K ratings today. Um, or I guess they're leaked. They're on, like, the official 2K, 2K website. Uh, but there's a bunch of 96s at the top. And then there's Luke at a 95, and LeBron is in a 96. What was it? Durant, Jokic. I don't understand how LeBron's still a 96. Well, I'm going to tell you. So he's 96 because of athleticism. Because Luca, Luca, if you're going to go in 2K, I saw some people get up in arms about Luca being a lower, a lower number than than LeBron. Well, it's all about okay. I'm going to take this I mean, player, and the, if you're controlling the player, you don't have Luca's brain. Then you have your own brain, <laughs> and so that's what really makes Luca who Luca is. Right, and that's what takes Luca to this next level. Remember these first couple of games in Eurobasket where his shot wasn't going down, but we saw his incredible passes. Like you're not making those passes on 2K. You're gonna you're gonna try, but like Luca could put the the English and the spin on it, and you know do different things and hit angles and you know windows that you're just not gonna hit because you're not him. 
You're not him. 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 Himothy. Hemi Neutron. <laughs> but, th- but that's the di- that's the difference, I think. And that's what that's what makes Luca a completely different player than, than somebody else. Um yeah. but yeah, and, I he, get- and he's uh he's willing this this Slovenia team, and I, I just love I love watching this team every single time I get. Yeah, and today they have, you know, another game. They play France, big time game. Um, you know, could determine who wins this group, maybe. Um, you know, if Germany actually it probably won't because um Germany's still Germany, up there. You got yeah, but, yeah. Germany, Slovenia, and France all at three three and one. Um, and I don't know how the tiebreakers work on this, but Germany plays uh Hungary next. So Yeah, that's yeah. uh I would I would say that one is a win. <laughs> for the Germans. Um, all right, coming up next, let's give a couple more shout outs for the Slovenia team because I got to give another, uh, a Luka teammate a shout out. Oh, they all deserve it. We'll talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, we're continuing to talk about Eurobasket. Luka Doncic, incredible takeover. He's probably the best player in the world. He it just took over in that. Let me just casually drop. He's probably the best player in the world. He's I mean, probably uh, the best player, even though 2K doesn't think he is, but... Hey, here we are. Um, who else stepped up in this game? Well, first, very beginning of this game. This is why who I want to give a shout Slovenia out to. Slovenia versus Germany. Very beginning of the game. The ref throws the ball up in the air to do the uh, the tip ball, and Mike Toby comes down on the ref's ankle. The ref like stepped forward and didn't step back quick enough, and Toby rolled his ankle rigged on the ref's. The the fix was in. I mean, let's let's be real. What's the Playing fix? against Ger- against Germany. So then Mike Toby, the Slovenia's center, leaves the game, and Demets had to come in. And, My guy, uh, your your guy, uh, had to come in and, and replace him. But then, not, what was it? Uh, five minutes and thirty nine seconds. Toby checked back in. Yeah, shout out to the guy who commented on our YouTube ch- channel saying that uh, me and uh, Demets looked like bears. Both of I you guys. That. Yeah, I was like, okay. There's yeah, multiple ways you could have taken that um, comment. But I do want to give a shout out to Mike Toby because the dude straight up rolled his ankle. I'm like, he's not going to come back into this game. And he comes back in the game and he actually plays 20 something minutes, 25 minutes basically in the game. I mean, he obviously wasn't healthy and all of that, but I mean, he battled through it and they needed those minutes. Yeah. He's the prime pick and roll guy for Luca and he had eight or nine rebounds, eight rebounds in this game. So, um, had a block. I just, yeah, I love when players play through injuries and he did that. Yeah, I love when guys get more hurt too. But yeah, Toby was like just an incredible. <laughs> you suck. Also, shout out to anybody that's still laughing about the bear joke that I made earlier. You are, uh, we can be friends. Uh, Mike Toby, two wow. two threes in this game, three offensive rebounds. He he was big. Like some, he had some really big plays in in this game. And uh, yeah, I don't know. They probably still win, but I don't know if they win as much as they did. Or as comfortably as they did without Mike Toby, and it was great to see him come back and fight through that. Yeah, uh, Dragic obviously had a good game, uh, eighteen points. Can we talk about Dragic starting? Yeah. What big, did you think? What did you think about the change? This is his first start in the, like the the official like Eurobasket play. He obviously had started some of the friendlies and the FIBA, like the World Cup qualifying stuff, but um, this is his first real start. I thought it gave him a little bit of a punch, or, like an offensive punch early, and yeah. I think that they thought they needed that against this Germany team. Um, yeah, I mean, him and Luca play good together. I mean, they're going to finish games together. So we know that. So they're two best players on yeah. the team. Uh, so to start them together, I mean, he played 31, 32 minutes, yeah. uh, in the game. And I thought he looked good too. He had a couple drives that, 
you know, it's like he, he knows how to create separation. He's always known how to do that, but he has that, you know, little, little shoulder bump to create the, the space there in the paint and get a shot off. And I'm not gonna lie. I do fall into, I, I've fallen into the trap that I watch him. And I'm like, dang it. You should, we don't a, have to do this every you time. Be, you should be a man. don't have to do this. Every time. Well, good segue though. into Mark Stein's, you know, report a few days ago that you mentioned of, you know, a couple that, you know, Mavericks could be looking into adding a, you know, veteran ball handler before training camp starts. Shocker. Um, and then he actually threw out a few like free agent names in that. And I'm not going to lie. Like if they sign one of those free agent names, there's really no, like, I, I wouldn't blame fans at this point. Like if you were like, oh, so we passed up on Dragic to sign Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe or Dennis Smith Jr. Or Alfred Payton. Or, uh, that was one of the names Mark Stein mentioned was Alfred Payton, Dennis Compazzo. Smith Jr. Compazzo. Those are the four names. Like Dragic is, in my mind, clearly better than all four of them. I would agree. Like, hands down. Yeah. I think the next closest dude for me is Eric Bledsoe. Um, like, I would sign Bledsoe of hands those, down. Of those, yeah. Yeah, of the other guys. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I would understand Mavs being upset about it too at that point. It just still goes back to the Mavs did talk to Dragic. They offered him a role, and apparently he did not like that role. And I think that an Eric Bledsoe would take that type of role, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Once again, I think it makes sense in that type of role if they go out and they make a trade or they 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 bring in somehow a clearly like better guy at that spot. But if they just go out and sign another ball handler to the degree of like a Dennis Smith Jr. And it's like they chose to do that over Dragic, then I would understand some of the fan fan backlash at that point for, you know, treating the Dragic situation that way from what we know by the reporting. But if they go out and trade for, let's say they trade for a Mike Conley and you could debate on like who's better Conley or Dragic or whatever, but to trade for Conley, you're giving up some money, some other contracts. Yeah. And it's like, all right, there's the trade aspect, swapping out some pieces, then you actually you do get a talented guy in Mike Conley to come off the bench, even though he's not what he used to be. Conley's going to be an expiring contract next year. So that's a $20 million expiring contract that you're like, oh, man, we could really use that in a trade. We'll have our draft pick. So like you kind of you kind of get it at that point. You're like, all right, that that makes sense. But it's the when I saw those names, I was kind of like I was kind of bummed a little bit. I'm like, oh, man, we're really going to go that. That route, possibly. The thing about the thing about that Mark Stein report, and we talked, I talked about it yesterday with Richard on the show, is uh, he just mentioned names that were available. I don't, he didn't even write like that the Mavericks are looking at these names. Like these are other names that are available for the Mavs. And so to me, to me, that seemed more like, hey, let me do a solid for these these players' agents uh, and just like put their name out there in a thing that I'm writing instead of the Mavericks are targeting Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Eric Bledsoe, and Facundo Campasso and Elfer Payton, right? So yeah. I, I wouldn't connect them as much. Um, th- okay. Did I tell you my conspiracy theory from yesterday, though? Oh, tell me. Play, play the music. I think the Mavs have an agreement with Schroeder, and they're waiting on the, the jazz stuff to shake out, and if they don't get Conley or, or Boyan or Clarkson, they're just going to sign Schroeder spicy and that's why he hasn't signed with anybody yet okay that's my that's my thought that makes sense Schroeder or westbrook russell him he's already dropped a dime to patrick beverly did you see that today i saw them dive up each other and i'm like 
Somebody no, posted pa- like Patrick Beverly was like post workout doing his uh doing his post like post workout media availability I guess which how like how are they doing media already post workout media okay weird um in in sept in early September and uh and he was like dripping sweat and Russell Westbrook tossed him a towel and Beverly took the towel and was like it's first time first time of the year <laughs> wow okay. <laughs> I'm not here for this team at all. <laughs> um, there's also a report that they have to uh, have some tough. Con- they'll definitely have to have some tough conversations. And what, <laughs> what I want to know is is that uh, what's thirty for thirty four if we're not doing a, a thirty for thirty on Westbrook and Patrick Beverly playing on the same team? Can we can we finally get hard knocks for NBA? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've I done the I- Lakers legacy show. Like, let's at least do a Lakers like current show about. <laughs> About you what's going on there. HBO, you had winning time. We now have the cameras. We have the cameras. Uh, who else? You know who else stood out to me in this? Back to the Slovenia uh, Germany game. Oh, full circle. You know who else stood out? I guess. <laughs> you know what stood out to me today? What? In that he didn't stand out at all is Franz Wagner. Like, yeah. It just, I felt like that guy was just not playing in this game most of it. He had he finished with eight points. He was two of seven from the field. He hit he hit two threes, and one of those threes was pretty big late down the stretch. But uh, four fouls, two assists, three boards, two steals. Like, I just didn't feel like he made a real big impact in this game. And uh, he's been really, really good for them. And in this Slovenia game, like, they just completely took him out of the game. Yeah, because he, ha- he had a really good game the other day. He had, like, 30-some points against... Yeah hungry or whoever it was and it's like i was expecting a big game from him i yeah. was i was excited to see him play and then i didn't really see him play very much <laughs> i'm like i forgot that you were on the floor so. shout out to daniel tice fouling out five fouls in uh, 17 minutes yeah well how do we know what team he's on now so in the nba yeah I feel like he switched teams so many times. Somebody signed him this offseason. He got traded from Houston back to the Celtics, right? So wasn't he on the Celtics? No, here we go. He uh, was in the Schroeder. Like him and Schroeder got traded for each other. Okay. Um. Anybody else in Slovenia stand out? Uh, no. No, they didn't. I mean, this is the Luca show. So Chanchar's uh, Paul George playoff P3 in the corner late in the game was uh wow maybe that the worst even, corner three that i've ever no, no, seen no. that didn't even hit the side of the backboard that hit no. behind the backboard no, it, it barely it barely didn't hit the stanchion <laughs> incredible all right there you go let us know in the comment section below what your thoughts are about the slovenia game uh do you think the slovenia is going to win this group let us know in the comments guys thanks so much for listening to lock on maps so boom